0: Does your writing feel more like spinning your wheels than making any actual progress towards your goals? Are you not even quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. This episode is part of a series I'm calling, How'd You Get There? I've interviewed a variety of Christian writers who have a clear idea of who they write for and what exactly they have to offer that reader. Many times as we're working through that process for ourselves, it seems like it should be a clear, straight path. Shouldn't we just know one day who we're writing for? Maybe you don't have a clear idea of that reader and aren't sure how to get there, and you feel like you're just, you must be doing it wrong. I want to assure you that you're not doing it wrong. It just usually isn't a straight, clear path. We don't get an email from God one day telling us what to write about. It's a process that we have to wrestle our way through. So I hope that these stories will encourage you. Welcome to The Purposeful Pen Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Rachel Baker. So Rachel is a writer, podcaster, a speaker, and a coach. She does all of the things. And she has a really clear understanding who her audience is and how she serves them. However, it wasn't always that way. And so we are going to learn some more today about her journey to that place of clarity Um, because it wasn't a straight line. And sometimes we feel like when our own journey is not a straight line, we think we're doing something wrong, but actually we're just normal. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. So I'm Rachel Baker. I am um, kind of newer, proclaiming myself as author, speaker. Um, I've been doing life coaching for several years and just recently got officially certified with that. So that's kind of a new piece, but it's fun. It's one of my favorite things to do is work with women and help them figure out what's next. Um, But my background is education. I was a teacher. I'm a mom of two kids. I'm a coffee addict, bookaholic, uh, Enneagram two, wing three, if anybody's here for that Enneagram discussion, I can talk about that all day long. And, um, recently just in the last year diagnosed with ADHD right before my 40th birthday. So that's a whole other conversation we can have (laughs) at some point. Um, and one of my kids has a lot of special needs too. So we got a lot going on over here, but it makes for a very interesting life. And I just try to always thank the Lord for where we've landed at this point. (laughs)
0: Excellent. Fellow coffee lover here. Yeah. So yes, I'm I've, with you on I'm that.
1: gonna take my sips here and there. I came prepared.
0: Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I got mine here too. <laughs> Excellent. So who now that you've gone through the journey, who do you write for? And what is the message? Like if you can sum that up in a succinct statement, and I know you can. Um, what what is that? <laughs> who is that person and what is that message?
1: Yes. So I work and speak with loving, sacrificial women who are doing all the things for all the people. And they need to hear that self-care is not selfish. And they need to hear that to take a hot second to know your God-given skills and strengths and passions and to intentionally live a life that honors them. So a big part of what I do is working with women, one, to believe that, two, to take that hot second and identify what God gave them to work with and the passions in their heart. And then three, to find how do we create some breathing room in our lives? Those are my people. That is my purpose. I could talk about it literally all day long.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that. And when I went on your website and looked at your podcast and all your things, it is super clear. Like It is very obvious from Mm -hmm. as soon as you go onto your website, this is who you are talking to and you're talking directly to them. Mm -hmm. Here's how you can help them. Um, I just love that. And that's, I think, really what we're shooting for Um, because then those people know when they show up at your website, oh yeah, I'm one of her people. Yes. I'm in that place that she's talking about. I feel like I'm doing all the things for all the people and there's no time for me. I don't even know who I am. And so I'm guessing you didn't just kind of wake up one morning and be like, oh, this is it. this is what I do do I write for you know can you uh-huh. can you tell us about that journey, how you got there? Absolutely. Well, and it means
1: so much. I just have to pause a second and say it means so much to hear you say, oh, like I just had this moment. It's like, years that have taken. And in that process along the way, I thought, oh, this is my thing. Oh, these are my people. Oh, this is my thing. And there are seasons where it shifts. But one of my favorite things to talk about with my coaching clients is your strengths, your skills, the core of who God made you to be doesn't change. Your seasons will change. Your people in general, might adjust as you go, but who you are and what God created you to offer the world, that's, that's you, that's identity in Christ. And so hopefully I'm going to share my little spiel here. Uh, and hopefully that'll show as I go through. But like I said, I started in the classroom. I was a classroom teacher. I got my master's in early childhood special ed and I did early intervention, developmental therapies. I love the babies and I love the babies who need help learning how to live, you know, the feeding and the walking and the talking. I just, let's go. I want you to be successful. And I've always had that drive of, let me help you be successful. It just started with a different population, right? Definitely. (laughs) So I did that for years. I taught third grade for about five years. And that's a whole other animal, multiplication, novel studies, what even, but I did it. And towards the end of that 2017-ish, I had epic health issues. By the end of that school year, I was teaching from a wheelchair and it just, I was like, this is not physically feasible. I cannot continue to do this. I mean, I I would do it, but it's also distracting for the kids just because that's, a whole different dynamic in the classroom. So the end of that school year, I thought I've got to find something else. And I found online teaching. There were quite a few companies where you could teach children over in China, how to speak English. And so I got on with that and I did that for about four years um, and loved it. It was good income for my money. You know, I'm making money for my family, even though I can't go work a job. That is what started My own business, coaching services, because other people saw, ooh, you get to stay home in your PJs and make money. And who doesn't want that? (laughs) right? (laughs) So I had people coming and saying, what are you doing and how can I do it? So I realized what a blessing that was for other people who had chronic health issues or other moms who needed to be home with their babies. And this was a whole other thing now, right? It's not about me. I'm getting to help others. So beginning of 2020, I'm still doing it. I took a course to learn more about like YouTube. I thought if I got a YouTube channel, which is... Now I'm like, why, why YouTube? But I did created a YouTube channel. I made all these videos about how to teach online and uh, got with an American company as well. And you can create your own classes. It doesn't have to be teaching in China. That's a whole other group of people now saying, well, I can teach whatever I want to kids that are all over the world. How do I make my own classes? Well, I know how to do that too. Now I'm coaching curriculum development and it's just growing and growing. And I'm momming and I'm teaching online and I'm coaching people and I'm making YouTube videos. Like, do you hear? It's just like piling and piling. And I love. All of it, but my schedule does not. So by this point, like I've made a legit business. I've got an LLC, I'm doing the things, I'm helping the people and making the money and I'm drowning. And I did not know, you know, I mentioned earlier I didn't know at that point that I had severe ADHD. I'm just trying to function and put my own systems in place and cope with things. And there's a lot of shame and guilt around it because I don't know how my brain's functioning. So again, I'm here for that conversation. But because of <laughs> that, I had to get systems in place to keep this going if I wanted to keep certain people in this way. So I found an online project management system called Asana. Asana. And anytime I say a sauna, people immediately are like, are you talking like steamer rooms?
0: (laughs) Um, No, no, not a steamer
1: room. No, not like that might have its own benefits, but like, I would like that as well. Could I get a sauna and a sauna? Um, So I started using the system. I took a course on it because I'm an education nerd, learned how to use it well, and it now manages my life. I have a very specific way I use it. Well, then people are coming and wanting to still be coached, but now it's how do you do all the things that you're doing? How do you manage your time? How do, how, cause you're also a mom. And so then people wanted it literally, it's, can I pay you to teach me or to set the system up for me? Why? Yes. Yes, you can. So <laughs> We're good with that. yeah, I'm here. I'm here for that. So now I'm shifting You know, so I've gone from teaching the babies, teaching the third graders, teaching adults. I'm still teaching, I'm still coaching, but it's shifting through these different seasons and what people are needing. And so now I'm working with a lot of mompreneurs, if I dare use that word. There are moms at home trying to make money, take care of their kids, and they need a system. They need something to keep all the balls in the air, all the plates spinning like we try to do. So I'm setting up. Asana for people, for their businesses, or I'm coaching them how to get everything out of their head and organized and prioritized. And I did that for like a full year, end of, you know, into 2021, all the way through 2022. And I realized towards the end of 22, that I wasn't actually talking about why I was so passionate about this work. And that's huge. I think a lot of us if we have a thing we like to talk about or a thing we like to do, we don't stop and reflect on why it matters. And because I was already on YouTube, on Instagram, I have these people listening. I thought, if I've got people to listen, I need to share the why behind it. I need to share my heart. So that is actually what brought me more into writing and speaking and sharing that I feel called to share my God-given strengths. I am able to write and talk and coach and encourage and motivate and uh, help people get organized and prioritize things and all these, you know, set boundaries. And a lot of that's life experience that I've had, but to share that and why it's important. Why do you need to do it? Because you don't want to run on a hamster wheel. I didn't want to live a crazy out of whack life. I recognized how insane things were and everything on my plate didn't belong there. And it's okay to say that. And so just to start talking about that more, um, I joined the hope writers membership, just the community there, you know, is amazing. I, um, got the opportunity to do a full day of coaching with author Mary Morantz, which I can't even like, there are no words. It was fantastic. And then I've had another, I did a coffee date recently with author Holly Girth. And just to hear from these women who have been there, they've gotten clarity, they are writing and speaking their, you know, messages, to hear from them what they see are my strong suits, what I do need to get clear on, um, the message that I'm bringing and the importance for me of connecting with people. If I sit behind this desk all day and just write, not going to, it's not going to do it. I am an introvert, but I'm a social introvert. So I want to be with the people and really help. And then I'm going to sit in a hole for three days.
0: <laughs> Amen. I'm with that, you. <laughs> are you an introvert,
1: Amy? Are you feeling that?
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. Excellent. But I, I do like to actually interact with people. So yeah, mm-hmm. I got yeah. it
1: same. And for the longest time I thought, well, that makes me an extrovert. Cause I like to be with people. I didn't know why I was so stinking tired all the time.
0: <laughs> right. You need some time alone.
1: Yes. So that's super helpful to know. Um, but having coaching was very helpful for that clarity piece. I think everyone should have a coach. I think coaches need coaches, you know, like I'm over here coaching people and I'm also turning around and getting coached by others because, and I know they've got coaches, like, There's always the benefit of that outside uh, perspective. You can't see it all. So that was super helpful. And just to kind of hone in on, it wasn't that I just wanted everybody to be happy, right? I'm like, I just want everybody to have joy. Choose joy and be happy and choose yourself. But finding the words of healthy priorities, boundaries, your own value, all of those things have really helped me hone in on, and it's, it's you know, instead of, I just want to help women, or I just want to help moms, or people who work from home, I am speaking, I have discovered, right, with all this time and reflection, I am speaking directly to the women, they may or may not be moms, they may or may not, you know, be working as we think of it, but They are loving women. They are sacrificial. They are constantly taking care of others. And this idea of me first feels so selfish and that we got to get past that. I want to break that down and say, you can't pour from that empty cup, which I know is cliche and people hear it all the time. But to get clear on that message, to get clear on, like, hey, sis let's take a hot second and actually find some breathing room in your life has been magical. So, I mean, break it all down. I started out like, I'm going to help people teach online. And honestly, even looking back at that, at, you know, 2019, 2020, my goal was to help these women who were looking to be home and have some breathing room and be with their kids and prioritize themselves and have pride in work, making money. It's all the same thing, Mm -hmm. but it takes that time of reflection and coaching and writing it out over and over to get crystal clear and get it down to that Mm -hmm. super specific thing where you go. Yeah. Yes. And you have like that moment, like, yes, that's my people. That's my thing. This is
0: the thing. I want to do this all day, every day. <laughs> and I find it interesting that, you know, as we try and narrow down, okay, who is that reader? Like sometimes we, we were told or whatever that it has to be like, okay, this demographic of person, like this age person, this mm. whatever. And sometimes that is what, what works and what's helpful. Mm-hmm. But I like that you you said, okay, well, it's not necessarily just moms. It's not necessarily just, you know, this. It's women who fall into this category who feel this way who are struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I think can be freeing for people who are trying to fit their reader into a demographic mode. Yes. Because I mold. definitely
1: did that. I right. definitely it's stressful when you think that's that I would say one of the biggest things I've learned over the past three and a half years of doing all these things is you're going to hear a lot of, you must, you should, you need, here is your formula. And girl, I love a good formula. Like, yes, that's, Formulas here's, are like, great. here's my central Arkansas coming out. Okay. I love a good formula. Like give it to me. Um, Cause then I can just plug in my stuff and get my answer. It just doesn't work that way. This is mm. hard work. This is purpose work at, you know, how God has wonderfully made you fearfully and wonderfully made you to serve and glorify. That's what this is. There's no formula for that. So right. I think those questions are great for prompting. I think, cause I wanted like, well, what is my age group? Well, I've got this girl that I've been coaching and she's 20. And then I've got this woman that I'm coaching and she's 74 that doesn't fit, but I am working with both of these women and loving it. What is it that's the same about them? What do they both need? Right. And I
0: love that in your story too, you followed the thread, right? Mm-hmm. You sort of did the next thing that was in front of you to do. Yes. Which kind of sounds like walking with God too, you know? <laughs> right? Like right. do the next thing that is in front of you in your season and see where it leads you. And just follow the thread, even though it's not a straight line; it's zigzagging and detouring oh, all no, over the place. Nothing straight um, about it. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. You're serving people. You're serving God. You're using your God-given gifts and learning things and growing as you go, and and it's all good. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so much gratitude for the
1: grace. When I'm on the path and don't see that that's what it is, when I feel lost, when it feels like a wilderness, when you feel like you are out and on your own, so much hindsight gratitude to recognize that I was not there by myself. And he literally is probably just like, okay, sis, come on, you can do this. It's right there. Just keep going. You know, I can look back and see it, but at the time. Like, what am I even doing with my life? Who are who
0: am I even talking to? I don't know. I'm well, never going to do in, this. Even in the process, it's not like you weren't serving people mm. as you were doing all those earlier things. It's not like, oh, that was all just the build up to this and that's not worth anything. And now this is just the thing. Yes. The, the journey in itself was valuable. You were still serving people. You were still doing what you were being called to do and and walking through that. And so that's not without value either. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like we have to say, oh, well, that was just worthless. And now, now I'm doing the actually important stuff, you know, right? Like, well, no, now you're doing, you just gotten clarity, you're figuring it out. Um, so all valuable, valuable stuff. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story. Um, so tell us like, where can people find you? What, um, I know you have a podcast. Um, I listened to the other day. Cool review on John Mark Comer's book. Um, oh, thanks! I love him so much. <laughs> He's so good. Yes, the purposeful, the the ruthless elimination of hurry. The, yes. the title went out in my brain for a second. Yes. Um, you do speaking and events and retreats, um, workshops, coaching you really do do all the things. <laughs> I, I just, I would say, and what I, the, my latest coaching session with, a,
1: co- you know, sat down and talked with, it was with Holly girth. And I just, I shared all the things. And I said, you know, I would love to hear after hearing all my things, what do you hear as like, mm-hmm. this is your thing. This is your passion. Don't ever lose this. Cause You can get very caught up in the logistics of everything. I think it's important to hear that from someone else who is objective. And her biggest thing was connection. If you do not have ways to connect with people in person, especially, you're just going to dry up, I think. And I was like, you are not wrong about that 100%. So that has made me very intentionally... Am I still writing? Yes. Do I have books I want to get out into the world? Absolutely. My blog comes still with with every podcast every week that comes out. I do a blog version of it because mm-hmm. I know there are non-podcast listeners still out there, and I want to still share that content. So I do both, but it's the same thing every week. Um, they match up. But I'm really trying to be more intentional about including more speaking engagements, making sure people know I'm available for ladies days. I did a ladies day in Memphis, Tennessee a few weeks ago. It was so good, such a blessing just to be in the room with those women and for them afterwards and during even to be able to share, you know, what piece of it they needed that day. That's the magic for me is to connect personally with people Um, So the events, weekend retreats. Um, I'm talking with our local schools actually about doing professional development day for teachers about how to get all of the chaos out of your head and into organized, prioritized, actually on your schedule where you can do it instead of, I have 5 million things to do today. Where shall I start? That feels insane. And as teachers are drowning, I would like for them to not be. So that's a conversation we're having. So workshops like that, that are even just practical life skills, I love to do those. So that's why there's so like, it's all the things, Rachel's, I really just want to connect with people. That's really Mm -hmm. it. And um, the podcast lets me do that passively, but those in-person events are my jam. So the speaking page is one that's being worked on for my website right now. That one's not up yet, but so it's more like word of mouth. And then I have a free quiz on my website just because I think they're fun I was like, I want one. I think those are great. And it is to figure out your true overwhelm personality type. Like, How do you actually tangibly deal when you're overwhelmed? And there are four types that are on there. And depending on what type you get, I have resources and tips and all the things that I can send to you via email but it's, it's a
0: fun, quick, free
1: thing. If nothing else, who doesn't love a good, quick, like Buzzfeed style quiz.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And so your website is racheldbaker.com and I'll put all the links in the show notes to all the things. Um, So maybe some of you are also Rachel's people (laughs) who feel like you're drowning and you're trying to figure out where you fit and what your strengths are. So yeah. And um, Instagram, I I will say I'm probably most active
1: on Instagram and that is at rachel.d.baker. Um, you know, you got to find the version that nobody else has yet. Right. Right. So yes, that's that's me, but I am super active in the DMS. I love connecting with people that way. Um, So that's another good place to find me.
0: Awesome. I will put all that in the show notes. So thanks so much. I really appreciate hearing your story and hearing how you have found ways to take the ways that God has made you the strengths that he's given you and use those to create a, a writing life and all the other things life that um, is glorified to God is serving other people and brings you joy at the same time.
1: Yeah. Well, thank so, you so much, Amy, for letting me come on and share all that. I appreciate oh, it. Yeah.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful in your writing journey. Please take a look at the show notes for links and resources that were mentioned in the episode. I would love to continue the conversation with you on Instagram. You can follow me there at Amy Writer. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear about it. And you can help the podcast grow by subscribing and sharing it with others who might benefit as well. May you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others.